to movie adaptation of The Mockingjay. This <laughs> part three of the um, Hunger Games series. So we're concluding this series. I'm really sad to see it go. For now. Because you know they're going to make a movie out of the fourth book that's coming out next month. Oh. So for now. For now. Yeah, like a couple years. But yeah. All right, y'all. So what up? What you think? Um, I actually, I did like this book. Um, For me, it was a little bit harder to follow than the other two. It got a little complicated for me. Even though I was still able to keep up, it still got a little... Too much at, at one time, I feel like. I don't know. And the movie did not, it was the exact same thing for yeah. me. Yeah. I feel like they tried to put a lot in that last book, which is why mm-hmm. I understand why they broke it up into two separate Right. It was rushed. It was like, very rushed. Yeah. But it was like, she just was throwing everything in that last book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get what you're saying, but yeah. I still loved it. I did too. <laughs> I did too. Um, I'm glad they had them. I'm, I'm glad it was a movie to match because it kind of helped me hone in. Even after I read the book, I'm like, okay, I don't know how that went from there. I'm going to figure it out once I watch the movie because I don't get it. Yeah, so, you, can visualize, you can visualize it uh, a little bit better when it came right. to the movie. Exactly. I um, There were a couple of things that I guess I can go through that I did not like about the movie. Um, and one of the things was her reaction to the roses. So when you read the book, she had like this crazy nasty sickness because she smelled um president snow's roses but then in the movie it wasn't like it was a smell that was affecting her she was just kind of shocked when she actually saw the flowers and i just thought the smell was so much more significant because it just showed her getting sick well you vision visualized her getting sick in the book the way that they described it so right really show the impact of that flower on her well the and the flowers you know and the blood and the yeah. what's that mean <laughs> how the president's mouth was bleeding from the sores oh, oh, I translate yeah. Rhea I translate Rhea oh, okay. <laughs> that's right yeah you're right but um anyway so that I didn't I didn't like the way that they captured that part of it um so as I pick up my wine glass I just remembered that we did not introduce the wine we are drinking. <laughs> so, podcasters, we are drinking the Napa Valley Precision Cabernet Sauvignon. Rhea is showing it off. Maybe you could keep it still so we can read it. <laughs> Precision. Nice. Look at that pour. I don't think you need any more. Yeah, I always need more wine. I always need more wine. I always. <laughs> so, Lynn, did you have any other information about the wine? Or I like it. It's yeah. very delicious, and it's a little dry for me, but I like it. It has a nice, even, bold taste to it. So, how did you guys like Pita and Katniss differently from the first two movies? <laughs> Like how they played up the how they how they um changed up their roles a little bit. Well, let me just tell you the scene where Peta went crazy in the hospital and was like trying to kill her and he was choking her, like that was awesome. I was like, check him out. He was a great actor. Like yeah. I love the he way was, he yeah. That. yeah, he was giving her that death look. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I like the way they made him. I don't know if it was CGI or how they made Peta. Oh. So tiny. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. On camera, when they were first 
filmed him doing the interview, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that must be C- CGI. But then when he came to the actual hospital, I'm like, wait, is, is, is it CGI or did he really lose weight for this role? You know? So yeah, because his face was skinnier, but even his neck was. That's a good yeah. point. Right. It was crazy. So it was good CGI if it was. Yeah, I really, really like how they continued. Like, I know that all the characters were evolving. Like, Prim was getting older, and Katniss had gone through so many mental struggles, which she definitely um, showed a lot of that in this movie. But I like how, in the little small ways, um, Katniss was still trying to take care of Prim. Mm-hmm. Just like, right. you know, especially like, right. like, you know, having the cat, like, you know, we get to keep her right. cat. So, all those things, like her decisions on, how to make a better Pan Am all still evolved from like book one until the last book revolved around her sister and her love. For her right. Sister. So I like how they continued that through all the movies. I felt like um, they did not show how strict, I guess, District 13 really was. They didn't really focus on, you know, how Coyne, um, President Coyne was just as strict as um, President Snow. Yeah. Uh, in the book, I felt like they it really honed in on, oh my God, you don't want to live here either. You know, exactly. In the movie, exactly. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that, didn't come across that serious until the obviously. That's a good point, Champagne. Yeah. That's a good point. So, like, it, like that. I mean, you were kind of like, why the hell did she just kill Coin? Like, right. Exactly. She, she's better than Snow, but in the book, they were equal. Different right. ways, but equal. Different ways. Right. Exactly. So you're exactly. right. And she wanted to, I mean, when she went to meet with um, President Coyne, she negotiated in the book on um, her and Gail being able to still go hunting. And they didn't show that either. Yeah. All the negotiations that they didn't really, I feel like they didn't show. And that was all. It was just like, Coyne says we can go hunting. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It was so like, that whole conversation, the um, animosity between the two of them, (laughs) none of that was shown. Right, exactly. You thought they were on the same team uh, in a exactly. movie, right? Yeah, kind of like I really don't like you, but I deal with you. Like the right. movie was a minuscule compared to the book. Right. It was like sheer hatred for each other, right. but they had to tolerate each other. Exactly, exactly. Which, which also minimized the acceptance of okay, you can go ahead and do this. Like there it, it was no struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just seemed like she was. At the last minute, like something went off, and Cadence was like, "Oh, let me just, you know, shoot coin because I don't want her to lead." And Snow's dying anyway, versus her really struggling with that. Well, for one, her mental struggles, but for two, being able to come to that clarity to realize that both of them are crazy. Right, need them to lead. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Even yep. the description of how she took her pill out of her um, outfit because she thought this was going to be the death of her. So she was prepared to kill herself. I mean, yeah, Peter walked up on her to stop her, but I feel like if I hadn't read the book, I wouldn't have really understood what was going on right there. Yeah. You really had to be really seriously paying attention and probably anybody would have missed it if they didn't read the book. So I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I felt also um, they changed something I didn't like, which was Katniss. In the book, Katniss and Finnick was the one who saw the message from Peter from the Capitol that they didn't want Katniss to see. But in the movie, it was Katniss right. who saw it, which kind of took away from the whole purpose because she was supposed to be mad at um, Gail for already Gail. And didn't telling, not telling her. So yeah. I didn't like that they finished that. I was looking forward to kind of seeing that dynamic between yeah. the two. Yeah. Also, one of the things that they changed was Prim was who went to go talk to Peter rather than the other girl from the neighborhood. 
Yeah. In the movie? Uh, Maggie and, or Maggie yeah, or whatever? The yeah. one that gave her the Hawkins A pin in the first place, right? In the Which beginning. Tied everything back up. I put that in the first movie. I, but I, they, I was going to say they couldn't do it because they didn't put it in the first one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I feel like right. that wrapped it up in the book. And I just, it was significant for her to go talk to Peta. And we, of course, so, didn't have that because they blew it in part one. Yeah. Speaking of the Mockingjay symbol, I like how Effie put the Mockingjay, even though it was in black, um, pin pendant on Katniss once um, she had her whole outfit that Senna created. Mm-hmm. And her and Senna, of course, had that relationship. But I really like how they, like, even though Effie was team capital, she still had a soft spot for mm-hmm. the victors and, well, even her tributes and everything. But it really showed that, like, their connection of mm-hmm. Effie and the victors. So her pinning... Katniss, I thought was a very significant scene. Yeah, it's funny because I took that more as like I don't, I didn't forget where I came from. Like I have to play this role, but I want everybody to know I didn't forget where I came from. Like I'm really secretly with you all, mm-hmm. but I ain't giving up this life in the house. That's how I took it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, her hair wraps were coming back in style. Right. <laughs> she like she was straight from the motherland when they went to that clip. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Changed up a lot. <laughs> Speaking of the motherland, <laughs> so um, the singing in the movie, um, that coming to the tree where they first hung me or whatever that song was, like that was like an old Negro hymn. Like I'm listening to it and I'm like, I could so see this being sung in some Harriet Tubman movie or something because <laughs> I didn't think that till right now. Yeah, you know, Eric song? No, like, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but you Good know now. that. Her um, Jennifer Lawrence herself actually sung that song in the movie, and that song actually was on the Billboard Top Hits for like weeks and weeks. Really? When they released the movie, yeah. So like, not only Jennifer Lawrence, it was it was a different version and a actress. She's now a recording artist too. Oh my god! Did not know that. That's crazy because I'm telling you the whole time I kept saying I could so see some people in the field singing this song. You know, think about it. Well, it it does come from a field song. It really does come from one of the older songs. That's why I said it's it's it it brought it back to a different group of people that may not necessarily have even heard the hanging tree before. Mm. Yeah. But also, you kind of see the symbolization behind them using that song because she said, like, stop being uh, Snow's slave. Like, yeah. you are conforming to everything that he wants to do in the Hunger Games or even um, in District 2 or whatever. And that song came, well, it was a little bit earlier, but still, like, that song had resonated throughout that whole, like, movie or the two movies. Right. Movie, actually. Right. That connects. Come for the resolution! Um, so how do you guys feel about when they had to vote on whether to have after coin came back and said, we're going to have one more hunger game with the capital's children. What was your- First of all, <laughs> we got you. Like, we let me just shut this down. You exactly. Running? But wait, in the book, I was all for it for a second. I was with the Mockingjay on that one because he was like, oh, no, he got a she, he got a grandson. Let's take it for Prim, for everybody who died. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. But oh, Joanna, Joanna said that, right? Right. Yeah, but right. We, when I saw the movie, when she said, yes, we're going to have one more Hunger Game. And I'm like, eh. 
So I had two totally different reactions. Exactly. <laughs> and reading it. I completely agree with you, Champagne. I felt the same way in the book. I was like, yeah, thought of children and activity how it feels. Exactly. And in the movie, I was like, why would you ever suggest right. that? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I see who you are. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, yeah. Snow was right. <laughs> I think it's Snow was right about your tail. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> so um one of the things that it kind of incorporates all the movies is the mutts. I, I like when they were these alien creatures that were under the tunnels that were coming after them. Not what I envisioned in the book. I no. envisioned like these werewolf type ones, uh-huh. like as in like uh, the second book in Catching Fire and I'm sorry, the second movie where they had the dog like. Um, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Mutts that had the um, the tribute spaces like that. That's what I envisioned for like the mutts in this one. And so I just feel like for me, they had these mutated, genetically altered mutts in every one of the movies, they missed the mark consecutively on all of them for me. They did. Like the the Mockingjays to the mutts uh, as the dogs Mm -hmm. uh, that were coming after them in second book or movie, and then this one with the little alien, translucent people. I am legend. (laughs) Exactly. They were like, I am legend. Or like, as I'm watching, they were like, I don't know, like their skin was weird. And right. I get that they wanted to be like faster, like a, more like a human versus an animal, but it, it, was, it wasn't consistent for me. And so I feel like with the imagination that these books really, really push, why not just go balls to the wall and make right. exactly scary mud? Right. Did she say balls to the wall? <laughs> yep. To the window! To the wall! <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's what my um my holiday here has consisted of the windows. <laughs> that's right. all I was going. Oh, oh wait, what? Where From the windows to the wall. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you was on the ball. I was on. I was on the second I line. I was ball. on second verse. I was like, we don't need to hear about all that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I was. I'm not leaving this house. My daily trip consists of the window and the wall. Okay. Be clear. When I'm gonna have to just specify okay. next time. Got I'll leave with that. Leave with that. Because yeah. last I said was all easy, and you're like, yeah, my holiday consists of that. I'm like, oh, and we're like, what? Okay. <laughs> Come on. I was drinking like, let me. I was like, let me walk away. <laughs> One of these moments. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Y'all are so. Get your mouth up and better. You did it. You did it. So, for all of our wonderful listeners out there, um, read our bio and you will see why we were just wholly disgusted by that comment. Okay. <laughs> Don't want to hear about her uncle. Don't want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. Now they don't have to go and let read. Right. Sorry. Um, Katniss, when they were in the tunnel and in the book, they said, she said she kept hearing this whisper and the more it got louder and louder, she realized it was her name. I didn't hear her name. I heard whispers, but it wasn't clear. When, yeah, I didn't hear them actually saying her name. I heard whispers and movement or whatever the case was, but I didn't hear. Did y'all hear her name? 
No, to make no, it to make it obvious that they were talking yeah. about her. Well, also, in the book, they said Peter was saying it also, and they looked at him, and he kind of was in a trance saying it. Exactly. exactly. They missed that mark. Yep. Yeah. Missed a lot of marks. <laughs> um, I found the irony in um them saving um Katniss saving Prim from dying in the Hunger Games to find that she dies at the last. Hunger game. Oh, I know. This is very ironic. Yeah. It was like, okay, yeah. uh, you went through all of this for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. I know. It was devastating. So, so you really feel. Secretly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping. Well, I mean, just let her die. I'm hoping that in the fourth book, <laughs> we realized that she didn't actually die in that explosion, that maybe something covered her, but she had amnesia. Mm. <laughs> what? Because what you're I think, well, I pick up what you're putting down. Got that? I'm like, please let something like that happen because I was always very upset that Prim died. Yeah. It just made that's, the whole story pointless. That's not very far-fetched there, uh, Trevor, at all. What I'm saying. I mean, we'll see. I like the anger that it brought out in Katniss because it showed that, like, her and Gail just grew apart because of their lifestyles. You know, she had been through the Hunger Games and he was, yeah, still fighting and going through war, but it was a different mental struggle. And that after doing all that, like Champagne said, the irony behind it of saving Prim, Prim dying, PETA was the one that could connect to that like scenario. Since he was in the Hunger Games, he's in two of them with her. I feel like that was symbolic to carry on to their, um, the, their final story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sitting, yeah, sitting in the grass and holding babies and whatnot. It was like the two of them could only really connect from that, right? I have one more thing that I did. I was confused on, so I don't know if you guys were confused on it or not. But I didn't understand why Katniss was mad at Gail at the end. Like, I get she asked him about, you know, was that his bomb that blew up the kids and Prim, but I didn't understand how would it be his bomb. He had no control over it. So I'm confused. I was confused. Well, you remember when he was making and building all of that stuff and talking about blowing up the mountain? You know, they were having that debate because she didn't agree with just killing people. Right. Uh-huh. And saying, we need to do what I have, we have to do to win this and blah. You know, he was sort of this by any means necessary person. So in my opinion, I feel like she was mad because this was the exact reason why she said, don't, don't go down make them. the path. Mm-hmm. build these things to just randomly kill people because innocent people die. Right. And then, and people oh. happened to be my sister and that was kind of like, I told you, I told you, I told you. Yeah. And look what happened. Yeah. Which yeah. is he said he didn't know when she asked him um, was yeah. his idea or his bombs. Okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. Okay. So okay. anything else That's about the movie? Mark what about the, what about the actors? We didn't talk about the actors, yeah. the cast. So, let me, I have a comment. Let me start with Boggs. He Fox. was absolutely perfect. I could not have imagined. Marcella Ali? Who? Wasn't that Marcella Ali? Oh, I don't know his real name. But yes, no. he is so yummy. Oh, my head to toe. He, he is Boggs. He's cards. Oh, I love him. Huh? Love him. No, no, no. Marcella Ali is not a house of cards. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, he is a yeah, he is. You really want to challenge me about it? No, 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 no. You know what? Okay. I have already called on my mind, so I was thinking of that show, not like how that. to call. I was thinking of you how were to call. saying Marty Khan, yummy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. No. Marshall Ali. I love him to death. I remember him to death, too. He also started in the Green Book. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. He was great. He was great. He's perfect Boggs for me. He was. Yes. I really but, like seeing him in that role. Spot on. Spot yeah. on. Definitely. And Julian Moore, Juliana Moore. Was, and Moore, yeah. He was President Coin all the way. Like, she <laughs> nailed that role. She did. So I have a side <laughs> lens fact about Julianne Moore. She actually used to work at the All New Theater near where we are, podcasters, listeners. She oh, actually used to... Do I love the Albany Theater. Yeah, she used to work there when she was super young. She's Mo County. Yard. She's Mo County. Mo County. Mo County. Mo County. Mo County. So, my comment about Why should you pay conservative? I'm not ignorant in mind. Jeffrey Wright, who played BT... Yes. Um, I think that Jeffrey Wright is one of the most underrated actors. He yeah. is amazing. He can play that he is. He can play exactly. any role. I mean, and, he's amazing yeah. in like um, uh, Westworld and all those other movies. He's just all, all around great actor. And I think he just from last movie to this movie where he yeah. really shined and showed his like creativity as a character. I think he yeah. really pulled that character yeah. of the life. You could not tell me that Jeffrey Wright was not Puerto Rican. Okay, from Shaq. I mean, Shaft, when he was in a movie. <laughs> Shaft. Sorry. When he was in a movie. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I, we, we're there, we're there. I, I swear to God, you could not tell me he was not Spanish. And then I seen him in a Martin Luther King, I think, movie. And I was like, oh, wait, is he black? He is amazing. He's amazing. He can trick me into everything. <laughs> Yeah, I love the the new cast of characters that joined the the Mockingjay part of this. I mean, because Evan Ross was there, right? But Patina, yes. I love her. She was she's on um, Madam Secretary. Yeah, uh, the press the press lady Patina Miller. She was um, Cressida. Uh, Captain Paler. She's the one that ended up being yeah. the president at the end. Commandant Paler. Um, the black lady. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so I, I love her. I had no, I, I, love I didn't remember her in this movie. So I was like, wait a minute, that's Patina. Okay, I got it. Yeah, I just love the characters that they brought in. Yeah, they, I can't they, remember they, the name, but I also love. I can't remember her name, um, but the chick that was in um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Cressida. Save it. Yes, Cressida. Yeah, I Cressida. love her acting. I love her to yeah. death. I love her. Yeah, too. So, and I'll just mention, yeah. you know, he's been in every one, of course. I love Donald Sutherland. I mean, I love Donald Sutherland and Keith Sutherland, his son. And they have a lot of movies where they play together. What? what? Donald Sutherland, The Snow, President Snow. Oh, they're related? That's Keith his father. Well, by the last names, yeah, but I didn't know that. Yeah, that's his father. He's a Sutherland 24, yeah. They've actually played in together, but... Anyway, if you look hard, if you look hard, you can tell. You yeah. can look if you look hard, you can tell. If you look up pictures of Donald when he was younger, they look almost identical. They look very Maybe much. Maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah. See, he's old. Like white beard. Yeah, he's like Santa Claus right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he was. I, I think nobody else can ever play President Snow ever. Oh, ever. If, if they remake this movie ten years from now, they better get clips of him and merge them in because <laughs> he just. They better not remake these movies. I'm gonna be so mad because I remember the like heat from like watching and waiting for all these movies to come out. They mm-hmm. better not remake it. Better not. All right. So we ready to rate? I'm ready to rate. <laughs> ready to rate? Cool. Okay. <laughs> So what's your rating, Shay? 
Sam, hey. Rating is, I wish I had a full glass, but I don't. But I would give it a full glass. I love this whole series. Dystopian and all. Say what? <laughs> what you Dystopian, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing you to the brighter side. You're She's coming around. She's coming around. I'm getting there. <laughs> she ain't got no choice. We living in one right now. <laughs> For real. Too <laughs> <laughs> check. All right. Well, I agree with champagne full glass. And I'll give it a full glass too. This is Raya. Sorry. Full glass. Well, not anymore, but full glass. Uh oh. We got a bottle. We got a bottle. We got a bottle. We had a bottle. <laughs> I didn't drink a bottle. I can tell you that. I just feel like this whole Skype thing is not allowing us to discreetly disguise the drunkenness from the wine. (laughs) Not helping at all. I um, am not drunk. There's a slight good feeling. I got a feeling down in my bones. Which means drunkness. Out of my city. I can't. Join in champagne. You know you got to. There you go. Why she got to show her nails? Is she the only one to get her nails still looking good? One is broken, and I'm just glad you didn't see it. So No, I didn't. But I will have press on for the next one um, <laughs> since we can't do coronavirus. I might be with you if you uh, have to pop off. Now, what I cannot help is the B2B shining through. Live with it. It's normal. It's life. Life. <laughs> Thank you it's for life. Watching, watching all the above podcasters. Yeah. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rewatch Wine. And you can email us at Rewatch Wine at Gmail. <laughs>